0: Welcome back to Project Love People, here to grow minds, have fun, and love people. Something so incredibly important in these times right now. Love, we have learned, is so, so essential in supporting our nation and the world as a whole in supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Today, we've got Jared sharing his story and, and, and bringing us a little bit of how we can help out.
1: Uh, so so T. Pierce, um I don't know if you know this about me, but but I can't swim. I'm nearly 20 years old and I still can't swim. In fact, most of my family can't really swim other than my parents and, and even the ones that can, like my older brother, uh, really, really is not very good at it. But, but to be honest, I I don't really have an excuse for why I can't swim. I've had the privilege of, of being surrounded by, by water my whole life. I live in the Pacific Northwest, meaning I'm a drive away from the ocean and only 20 minutes out from the lake. I've been in water and around water, and yet I'm still scared to try and swim. And it's not like I wasn't ever taught either. My mom sent me to swim lessons by the time I turned seven all the way to the time I was 15, though I just never really felt very comfortable underwater. Something about it always scared me. And since I felt uncomfortable, I just didn't really even try. My mom knew I didn't like swimming and she kept uh, spending money. She kept spending time. Uh, She kept putting me in swim lessons for most of my life. And yet I still didn't really even work to learn. And even when I recognize that, that later in my life, swimming is a valuable skill, when, when I have the privilege and the resources to learn to swim, when I know the basics of what to do, when I've practiced and understand how to swim, when all of my friends are swimming, I still can't swim. Somehow, though, I'm not even sure why. I guess maybe they're good enough friends, I assume, but they would always still invite me to their pool parties and lake parties in the summertime. And, and during these, <clears throat> I would often show up in in normal clothes and just kind of hanging out on the side Uh, but it always seemed regardless of who was there regardless of how many people i knew regardless of how many times i had to say it someone would always ask hey jared why aren't you in the water and i would explain over and over and over and over again that i can't swim regardless of where this conversation goes most often it usually ends in one of two ways with the people suggesting either one they could just push me into the deep end. And even though this is so tempting, I know that if I get pushed into the water, I'm just gonna freak out. I'm gonna turn around and somehow find my way to shore, but it's not actually gonna help me learn how to swim. Or two, the conversation ends somewhere along the lines of, I think you just gotta dive in. You won't ever learn to swim if you don't ever get in the water. A scary idea for me to say the least, but when I think about it, I've, I've practiced swimming in shallow pools. I, I have the privilege of being taught to swim over and over and over. I know, I know how to swim. I, I get the basics. Even if I can't do it, I know what I'm supposed to do. All the resources and tools to get me to be able to swim are at my disposal. I could try to swim. I just don't. So actually, wait, let, let me rephrase myself. I guess it's not that I can't swim. I choose to not even try. My friends, uh, I think there's a very sad, I might even say downright disgusting reality that we are living with in the United States where it has become once again very apparent to Americans and now even the world that black people's lives are not valued in this country. Just a few weeks ago, we stood witness to another police brutality case, another demonstration of the devaluing and dehumanizing of another life, where, regardless of how you want to position it, portray it, or cut it, the simple truth is that a white man in so-called power, who is supposed to serve and protect, stole the life of an unarmed, innocent black man, George Floyd. The worst part of it all is this, is this is far from an isolated incident. As George Floyd joins a list, it almost makes me sick to even say that word, a list, a list way too long of black people in America who were wrongly profiled and killed by so-called law enforcement. We have seen as a reaction that many people will not remain silent in the face of injustice any longer. People have flooded the streets maxed out political officials and law enforcement's email inboxes calling for change and in many ways made some noise and made some change and yet despite moving in the positive direction and even though the moves are small i I do think we're moving forward so many people continue to remain silent the truth is for me i cannot and will not speak for the black community as a white person, I believe me speaking for or even about the black communities and black people only further devalues their freedom or lack thereof. See, I can only address my whiteness in the situation, and it would seem to me that through my privilege or, or misperceptions or, or misunderstandings, whatever you want to call it, I keep thinking I can't speak up, and I know I'm not alone. We get stuck saying i don't know what to do what what am I supposed to say what, what am I supposed to post? am I supposed to post how am I, how am I supposed to to, to support i, I don't want to say anything wrong i don 't want to do anything wrong. Where, where do I even start? What do I do and if you're like me then then I end up feeling bad about feeling confused about what to do because I do want to support and I get even more frustrated with myself because the issue of black rights in America has been around since the beginning of America and yet I haven't even thought about it very much before. And then I feel bad that I'm feeling bad for myself because I'm not the one being devalued. So I actually end up getting frustrated with myself about being frustrated, which takes my mind off of supporting Black Lives Matter. That's the whole point, but I do want to support. And yet, despite having good intentions, I still hide behind the idea that I just don't know where to start. And when I think like this, when, when we as privileged white and even non-black people of color think like this, many people end up instead just doing nothing because nothing seems easier and more comfortable than posting something and being questioned about being genuine or saying something and being called out for being wrong or using casual racism. It's simpler for me to sit back and pretend this issue doesn't pertain to me than to actually learn and educate myself, it's a whole lot easier to just stay out of the conversation than it is to actually get uncomfortable. So it would seem to me that often we end up just removing ourselves from the situation completely, which is saying loud and clear, whether intentional or not, I don't know how to speak up and I can't speak up which I'm asking myself is, why not? I understand that my skin color is not the same. I understand that I do not face the same injustices, and I might never. I understand that I will never understand what it is like to be a Black person in America, but I, along with other privileged white people, have the resources to learn and educate myself. The tools are everywhere and I have the privilege to access them. There is tons of links and sites and resources about what I can do to support the Black Lives Matter movement circulating social media and I can start today. If I actually looked, I guarantee there is people in my own life and in my community who want to support me and teach me and help me grow and I can correct my own behavior and thoughts before it even manifests itself as racism. And yet, often I won't even try. Yet, often we, privileged white people, won't even try. So, I guess actually, let let me rephrase myself. It's not that we are saying we can't speak up, we are choosing to not even try. We can swim, if you will. We're just choosing to not even get in the water. And until you decide, until I decide, until we decide to dive into the uncomfortableness of discussing our white fragility, to dive into the conversations about racism in America, to dive into understanding our own privilege and prejudice, nothing will change. We can argue for new systems all we want, but unless we change our hearts and change our minds, the systems will still become corrupt again. Because these systems, as we keep calling them, are external creations of human beings, traditionally white people. And the external will never truly change unless our internal does. Change, I actually believe, starts within you. We have to dive in. And yes, I I believe it's going to be scary especially for those from privileged white communities like mine to dive into honest conversations about our white privilege and prejudice and how we play a part in the oppression of black people. And yes, I think we are going to get uncomfortable, but isn't the cost of our comfort a small price to pay for black people's rights in this country, for other human beings' rights to live? Is that not worth us being uncomfortable? We have to dive in if we're ever going to learn to swim. And and might I remind you, it's probably not going to be very easy or look very perfect at first. I don't know all the perfect answers of, of how to support Black Lives Matter as a white male from a place of white privilege. And I don't think anyone really does. I don't know exactly what to do, but I do know for sure That we have to be willing to at least get in the water. I think we can start by reflecting on our own hearts and analyze how we truly feel about what is happening in America. I think we can start by making a genuine post on social media or even just sharing resources we find value. We can follow Black creatives and creators on social media to further understand Black oppression and the role we play as white people in creating that. We can start conversations with loved ones we trust to discuss our own white privilege and the role our whiteness plays in how we view people. We can listen and ask questions about prejudice and racism. We can donate our money, time, and resources. We can sign a petition. We can join a protest. It doesn't, it doesn't even seem to me to matter what we do. No one's asking for perfect help or for you to come in and solve the situation. We're just asking to do something. But whatever you choose to do, uh, as privileged white people, I think we have to stop standing around and being silent. You know, the idea uh, of silence right now is a is a very hot issue. So many people are debating it. And I that you should feel forced to post on social media or, or or make a big long speech. It's not going to help or be genuine if someone pushes you into support. If someone pushes you into the deep end, you'll just come running back. But we have to at least start learning and educating ourselves. We have to at least start questioning the media we're consuming. I think we need to work towards getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Most importantly though, I think we need to stop acting as if things are normal, especially on social media and social platforms. I hate to break it to you, but, but I don't think now is the time for us to post pictures of the new apartments we just got or, or our new cute puppy. This is not the time to post a selfie at the beach. Those are all good things, and I'm happy for you. I'm grateful that life is treating you well, and I don't think the action of posting is inherently bad, but can't you see there's bigger things going on right now? Lives are being stolen from people because of the color of their skin. And if we as privileged people keep posting about our happy and normal days and they're active on social media and social platforms, yet ignoring posting and sharing any Black Lives Matter content or resources, I think we are sending a very clear message, at least the way I'm hearing it is, that we want to get back to our normal. That's a problem because normal in America right now is a world where black people are two and a half times more likely to be killed by the police despite only making up about 13% of the population. That is what is normal in America. And yet we keep showing that we wanna go back to normal. I, I don't know about you, but I don't want normal anymore. Our normal is supposed to be disrupted right now. That's the whole point. And I'm not saying or suggesting that you need to try and change your entire social media to act like a Black Lives Matter ambassador and, and certainly don't think a post if you don't need it. But if you're going to be on social media, then let's stop pretending that things are normal. Let's recognize that the right to even post that things are normal in itself shows our privilege because you're making the choice to step out of the situation thinking it doesn't apply to you. I think, with the very least, dive into conversations and choose to listen and learn. It doesn't have to be perfect. But if we were put in a place of privilege to have all the resources we need to learn and stand up for Black rights, then it is our own ignorance and intentional choice to do nothing. Regardless of your skin color or background or understanding or or prejudices or perspectives, the world needs you. The world needs me. The world needs us to speak up and stand up. I I understand that it's called Black Lives Matter. And I think it's because black people are the ones who are being devalued and killed in America right now. But at the root of it all, this is a human issue. Let's learn, listen, grow, question, and most importantly, love but let's just dive in. Just do something. So yeah, I, I can't really swim that well, but that's because I keep refusing to get in the water. And, and, and sure, I, I still get uncomfortable in the, being in the water sometimes. I, I don't know exactly how to do it or even what to do all the time. I'm still learning, but I've been given the privilege and the resources to be able to learn so there is no excuse to not try i don't know about you but right now i choose to dive in what will you do
0: such a good reminder and i think just like you it's in this time it's it's tough you're in a situation where like you said you don't know you're you're scared and and you you Are going to become uncomfortable and i think that's huge getting comfortable being uncomfortable that's the only way that's going to move us forward such a good message and if if you're just like us and you're looking for a way to use this white privilege that we have you're looking for a way to dive in and help there's a link in the description that is a a list in a of resources created by our friend eden These are all ways that you can dive in big or small. That's the most important thing right now is all you have to do is dive in. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, we're here to grow minds, have fun, and most importantly, love people, especially in these moments. And as always, peace and love.
1: Let's